0: Some people just seem to see the world a bit differently. For a small but growing group of athletes, every city street becomes a potential playground, every sloping roof, every tree or park bench a jumping off point for adventure. You're listening to Beyond the Ordinary from Red Bull. And in today's episode, we're looking at the sport of free running. What does it mean to free run? What gives these athletes such a unique sense of adventure? And how did free running become a competitive sport?
1: Everybody climbed up trees as a little kid, you know? So it is a very relatable sport. And I think that makes it something very basic and a great base of movement in general. And I think that's why our sport is what it is.
2: It's kind of hard maybe to describe because I'm living the moment when I'm doing it, so I'm just enjoying myself and mostly going with the flow and really living the moment, you know, every time I'm doing parkour I'm almost so zoned out and I'm just so focused on that moment. When I'm doing parkour, I don't think about anything else but the the stuff I'm doing.
3: I think I look the city uh, different than other people. Because like when I'm walking on the street, um, my eyes are looking for walls, my eyes are looking for jumps, and like, and like if I come come to a really cool sport that I didn't know before, I think I'm I'm writing it down and like taking notes, taking photos, and like checking all the possibilities around, and I'm probably coming back to that sport another day.
4: <laughs> it's so funny because I get to be around uh, a bunch of professional athletes nowadays being being a red bull athlete you go to these events and you have mountain bikers and wakeboarders and skateboarders there and when you all get to the airport together they all have like 10 huge bags to transport all that stuff and i'm just there with my backpack and i'm like i'm good to go what do you need me to do (laughs) and remember if
0: you want more stories from beyond the ordinary make sure you follow us on apple spotify amazon or wherever you listen to your podcasts
4: when people have kids, a lot of times you hear them talk about that they get to see the world through kids' eyes. They get to walk through places that seemed boring to them before and they get, to get, they get to look at the world through their child's perspective and how everything is so interesting and new.
0: That's Jason Paul, a free-running legend from Germany who you may know from many crazy, back-flipping YouTube videos.
4: And I think that childlike perspective is something that always stays with you when you do parkour. Most people, when they grow older, you get so overwhelmed with life. You have things to do, places to go, people to meet, money to earn. You have all these responsibilities that you kind of rush through the day without looking around you much. Freerunning
0: is different from a lot of other sports. If you want to go out and play tennis, there are rackets to buy, courts to book. At some places, even certain outfits you need to wear. But for free runners, they're ready to go any place, anytime. Their city is their court, their pitch, their gym.
4: What I love about parkour is that you don't need anything to do it. <laughs> it's so funny because I get to be around uh, a bunch of professional athletes nowadays. Being, being a Red Bull athlete, you go to these events and you have mountain bikers and wakeboarders and skateboarders there. And when you all get to the airport together, they all have like 10 huge bags to transport all their stuff. And I'm just there with my backpack and I'm like, I'm good to go. What do you need me to do? <laughs> And I think it really makes me appreciate that Like for parkour, like I'm always ready, there's nothing I need. When you watch a parkour athlete walk around the city, they're always looking up and down and left and right and every building or tree or bench is like an opportunity to, to play. And if you do parkour, you really walk around the world with this sense that there's a new adventure behind every corner, there's a new opportunity, a new challenge for you to face.
0: Spending a lot of time at home is something we've all been doing more of over the past year. Many of us have been desperate to get outside and enjoy the freedom of our surroundings. Especially now there's a lot we can learn from the way that free runners look at their environments.
4: My daughter is one and a half years old now and I can really see that the way she looks at the world is kind of similar to how I look at the world because when you're a kid you don't there's no rules yet. You don't know that you're not supposed to sit on the table or jump off the couch. Then, as you grow older, all these rules kind of confine the ways you can act around the world. You're not supposed to this, you can only stand here, you're not allowed to climb here or go up there. And she doesn't know those rules yet. And for someone has parkour, I also have a very blurry lines of which rules I want to follow and when I decide to to kind of break out of the norm and do what I want to do. Because it is fun to break the rules and get creative with it. And I think that's something that you can really learn when you look at kids and parkour athletes. We kind of think in the same way, like, yeah, why why am I not supposed to climb on the tree? And I think that's a, a good question to ask yourself.
2: <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, the parkour community progress a lot during this COVID the past year or since it started. We don't need a gym, you can just go outside and train. And I, I've i seen a lot of people, just, they made huge progress just because they had nothing to do but train outside.
0: 2019 Art of
2: Motion winner, Didi
0: Aloui. But what do free runners actually do when they go outside? Do they look for particular courses or designated free running areas? Growing up in Ankara, Turkey, there wasn't much of a scene. So no one's better at knowing exactly what to look for in a new environment than Hazel Nahir.
3: I think I look the city uh, different than other people because, like, when I'm walking on the street, um, my eyes are looking for walls, my eyes are looking for jumps. And, like, like, if I come come to a really cool spot that I didn't know before. I think I'm, I'm writing it down and, like, taking notes, taking photos and, like, checking all the possibilities around and I'm probably coming back to that spot another day. So
0: if every wall is an opportunity, how do you know when you're in a good spot?
3: So if there are, for example, grass, is good for some flips or some sand, it's good for flips. But I think for me the best spot is when there are some different highs at walls. Like, for example, if they're like um, higher walls and lower walls at the same time, like other beast trees, branches, I think this is what good spot is. In England, in the UK, the bricks are absolutely lovely. <laughs> it's just because because if the walls are not slippery, it means that it's a good spot. And the bricks in England are like so solid like so grippy so which is good for us
0: but free runners don't just go outside and start moving the sport of free running tends to be discovered through social media and viral clips or in the case of jason paul an old vhs tape
4: when i was 14 the first thing i saw was uh we saw a tv piece and we recorded it back on vhs because that was before youtube the internet was really new so the yeah, there was really not any info on parkour. So we had this little clip where they explained it's about people jumping around, and we just took that and we went with it. We didn't have any tutorials, no instructors, no anything. We just went and we're like, all right, we're allowed to jump on everything now. And the world just became a playground all of a sudden. And back in the day when I started parkour, when I was 14, it was really, The focus wasn't on what trick to learn or how difficult your moves were. It was just about going out and using your body to reclaim the urban environment. And that's what we did. We just ran up walls and jumped over fences and in people's backyards and back out again. And it was really a a big adventure.
0: Not long after Jason Paul was hitting the streets of Frankfurt, Hazal Nahir started seeing things happen in her hometown of Ankara, Turkey.
3: I discovered parkour when I was 15, thanks to my best friend, uh, showed me a movie called District uh, 13. And then she came to me and, like, she told me, like, hey, I watched a movie and I discovered a sport called parkour. Do you want to try? And then we watched the movie together and I was like, no way, that looks so scary. Because in the movie, like, basically people were jumping on the rooftops and, like, doing crazy stuff and i was like oh my god it looks really scary and really dangerous and then i started uni when i was 18 and then i was doing break dancing back then and then one day when i was uh going for break dancing training i've seen a couple people doing parkour and i was like oh wait i i've seen this before i know i know this i just straight away went to the guys and like i just asked if i if i can join their trainings like, the community in parkour is the best thing ever about the sport. For example, me, when I started uh, first training, I met a couple people on Instagram. They were doing parkour as well. And then I just text them and then I decided to visit them in Europe. And they were so welcome. And, like, uh, they hosted me. We trained together. They showed me the sport. And, like, you can just write a parkour person on Instagram and then you can just be a friend with them and you can visit them and like if they come to your city, you show them around, you show the spots. I think this is really good. This is the best thing ever.
0: <laughs> so from Frankfurt to Ankara to Morocco, where 2019 Art of Motion winner Didi Aloui discovered free running in the late 2000s.
2: Growing up in Morocco, I grew up in Wujda uh, City. It's in the border with Algeria, um, very far from Everything else, I'm happy. fortunate enough, I had my dad was working as a mechanic. My mom never worked; she was just taking care of us. My dad always provide me with whatever I want. You know, it was very challenging for him, but I, you know, I grew up, let's say poor, but I never felt like I was poor. And uh, since a young age, I, my dad, I remember he put me to do taekwondo when I was four, four years old, In 2008. I, I watched a movie called Yamakasi. Um, should you heard of it? Maybe if not, you guys should check it out. It's a French movie. Uh, these guys did a parkour to save this guy's life and all that. And I think that was uh, life-changing for me. Right after the movie, I tried to do like them. I put my bag on my, my bag and uh, started jumping around the house. And uh, I think a few months after that, I was uh, riding my uh, rollerblades this park and then I saw some people actually doing parkour and I was like, wow, actually this is real. And the rest was history. Back then, I think 2008, 2009, and I didn't have a computer, so I didn't have internet. And uh, I was just doing it because I love it.
0: There's something so pure about free running. These athletes head out into their cities and find those communities. But how is this sport taken to a professional level?
4: I think initially I definitely didn't support competitions until I got invited to, <laughs> until I got invited to one. Uh, which of course, first of all, it's very flattering when they're like, we're hosting a world championship, would you like to come and represent your country? And I um, was still unsure about it. Like the, the reason I got invited is because my best friend, Ennis, got invited and he uh, didn't want to compete. He was more of a parkour purist than me, I guess, back then, or he just wasn't interested in it. And he asked me, like, hey, would you, go, would you like to go instead of me? So I was the second choice, and I mainly saw it as an opportunity to go and meet all these athletes that I've been looking up to. That was really the, the great thing about the, my first contest I went to, is I got to meet all these people that I only knew from the internet. And that was the reason I wanted to go, yeah.
1: Yeah, back in 2007, I helped create the first free-running event of the world back in Vienna with a lot of friends and it has grown into like basically more than just a competition is it has become a springboard for for our sport and made it more mainstream accessible or more accessible for people to like see and understand i think the competition has the competition has started off as totally a community event like Even down to the judging back then, it was an athlete's choice. This sense of community still, still lives on to this day. But of course, our competition has grown into something prestigious, I would say, over the years. And people are coming to compete now, not to only meet their friends, but also to win. And to progress the sport and to show what what they what they are made of and i think it is a great platform for for young athletes to show their level of dedication and the work they put into
4: the first time i heard about red bull out of motion was through a video that got posted online they would hold the event and then they would do this highlight reel that would show the best moments and who won and as you know, back then, parkour contests were very controversial, so I was like, I'm not supposed to like this, but still it was very interesting to see what people were doing. And I was like, oh, this looks kind of fun. This looks exciting. And you could clearly tell that people were pushing themselves and trying to do something that, that hadn't been done before. And getting that energy of all these athletes in one spot seemed like something that I, just, I would love to be there. Like That was definitely a thought that popped up, even though I was still... my. Paco purist inside me said, oh, this is dangerous. You shouldn't be, you should watch out. But I I could tell like, okay, this, this could be fun. This could be interesting. If you look at out of motion athletes today, they are so consistent in their movement and they do their tricks so clean every single time. And that level, that performance level was not there before you had these contests. So actually, I think in a way it's pushed people to be more clean in their movement, to be more consistent. The other thing people were worried about is that it would kind of destroy this community feeling. They would think if people would start to see each other as rivals, parkour would lose that very heartwarming community where everybody's trying to support each other and everybody wants the best for, for the sport, not for themselves. Did that happen? I don't think that happened at all. I think parkour today is as community-driven, as community-centred as it ever was. And if you ever go to an Art of Motion behind the scenes, you will see that that is still true between the competitors. Everybody will be hanging out on the course, giving each other tips, trying to figure out their runs together.
0: So Jason Paul went from competition skeptic to winning Red Bull Art of Motion.
4: What was that like? It felt unreal. Like, back then, it was like, really? They're doing this all for us? Like, that, it felt so special to be part of such a huge event like um yeah it it felt like a dream really i was like how could i be the one who would get the first place so on one side you're, you're really looking forward to it and expecting it and the other side you're in disbelief that it could ever happen that when it happens it's this huge release of of emotions in a way and you feel so like surprised and excited.
0: And for Didi, who had to give everything up, winning Red Bull Art of Motion was about more than a personal victory. He was doing it for his home country.
2: I had some hard times because, you know, I was new to LA. I had no car, no nothing. I had only a bike, uh, you know, I, had, I was I was really broke. I was working at this gym and then I had to, I had to quit because I just want to focus on training. I had some drama going on with that. So it was had some hard time leading to art of motion but I think all that just creates a fire inside of me and uh went to Italy and I, I could feel it honestly I'm not being cocky or anything I just could feel it I was like yeah this is it this is the year this is me this year and yeah again and it was all, it went exactly as I was imagining Honestly, it, it, it's crazy. you know. It's, it's my, it was my biggest dream to win Art of Motion, especially from Morocco. I'm, I'm not only representing myself, I'm representing the whole country. Uh, I'm representing a lot of people with hopes and dreams, you know, uh, because I faced so many obstacles in my life and I knew a lot of people out there have the same and a lot of them have stopped. But, you know, so winning, it wasn't only about me, it was about my family, about my country, about all the people I represent. Uh, I remember before going to there, I was imagining myself winning, and I could see myself winning. But when it, when it actually happened, when this like when uh, they saw the score, I kind of stopped for like few seconds. I was like, "Wait a second! I did actually just win! I couldn't believe it!" You know, it was it was crazy. I think there is video of that where me just standing there for like few seconds, trying to accept what happened and just see what where... it was unbelievable feeling. You know. Um, I can't describe it, honestly, it was just awesome.
3: And for me, like with Next, I think I still want to push my physical and mental ability and I just really, like, um, want to see how much further I, I can go. Like, I just don't want to stop and I just don't, I just want to push myself.
1: Most of them are not in it for the fame, like there is no big fame in free running yet. Yes, you are going to be a community star, but it is still a community. So the driving force is always gonna be the love of the movement. Over the times, we did not lose this this pure thought. Even though a part of the community was was scared, we are gonna lose this, this purism why we are here to do it, but we haven't yet. I definitely
4: wonder, like, what is the sport of parkour going to look like in 10 years, 20, 30 years? Like, where does the, is there a limit? Where does the progression stop or even slow down? So far, it's been accelerating. Like, where's it gonna, where's it gonna go? Is there a limit? Is there, like, is there a point where that's just what humans can do, or is there going to be more and more difficult tricks, things I can't even imagine? And I do think there's really unlimited potential. and I especially feel that when I look, like when I compare parkour to to dancing and breakdancing, because those guys and girls, they only have flat ground. And they're still coming up with more difficult tricks and moves and different ways of doing breaking. And they only have flat ground where we have literally the entire world to play with. And they're probably building new buildings quicker than we can jump on them. So I think there's unlimited things for us to do. It's gonna, parkour is gonna stay interesting.
0: Some of the interviews heard in this episode are taken from the free running episode of the series, Pushing Progression, where you can watch Jason Paul, among others, talk more on the story of free running. And if you're curious to see how Red Bull Art of Motion unfolds, DD will be competing on July 10th in Greece, competing on traditional sailboats, forming a unique water playground. If you haven't already, then do leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're new to the show, then do check out Series 1, which is packed with amazing stories from people who push themselves beyond the ordinary.